Welcome back to episode 79 of the Shy Sports Weekly Podcast. Guys, how do you say 79 in Spanish? Oh, uh... I took German. Siete, siete, nueve. Siete, I honestly forgot. Siete, ciento, nueve. Can't tell if Ty's focusing or just not trying at all. <laughs> no, no. Setenta y nueve. Setenta. You know, I am fired up about episode 79. It's fucking stupid because I knew Ochenta. Uh, no, tell me why. Because we're almost in the 80s. And then we can start talking like receiver numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm looking up, uh, trying to find 79s in Bears history. Granted, I'm not looking like hard at all. So, oh, fuck. I'm looking. I'm like, why is there all the numbers ending the 30? I'm looking at their age. <laughs> <laughs> That'll, that'll get that's that'll Fuck. pretty quickly. I can Why does this not have number? Here we go. Load I found number. one guy that played for the Bears, Kurt Becker, offensive lineman. Oh, Michael Schofield this year was number 79. Okay, wasn't he, he the uh, main character in like a TV show too? Prison Break, yeah, that was it. Two very different Michael Schofields. Well, I guess kind of related in a sense that that Michael Schofield Prison Break was you know where it was originally filmed. Isn't it the Joliet Prison? The old Joliet Prison? I, all roads lead to Lamont, so that would have been my guess. And they have an episode in the show, which is, you you know me too well. They pass through Lamont when they <laughs> escape. And Michael Schofield, the Bears player, is married to uh, Kendall Coyne Schofield, who's from Orland Park, which borders Lamont. <laughs> I thought I had pride for where I was from, but nobody has pride like Lamont pride. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're, a, you're a goof. How we doing though, boys? I'm still trying. There we go. This is the 79 I saw in a picture, and I was trying to find Steve Edwards. He went to Bears Tennessee player? State in Central Florida. He's a Bears player, yeah. Okay. I don't know who he is, but I just saw one picture of him. I was, uh, I kind of forgot. There's long. actually a big one for the White Sox. Yeah, Recently. Jose Abreu. Yeah, Jose Abreu. Sorry, I just literally cuffed you right there. <laughs> literally, I would not have okay. even known that. It's okay. Tell it's us something radio. about Jose Abreu. Didn't he lead the American League in hits last year? Oh, I was going to say he needs a toothbrush. He's got the smallest little yellow teeth ever. He probably needs a brush for his helmet, too. So MLB Network actually did this. Yeah, uh, one of those Manny Ramirez helmets that's just caked with fine tar. It looks like you uh, you went out the night before and then just shit all over the top of it. Right. Well, you dropped it in a porta potty. Yeah, something like that. So MLB Network has been doing their – uh, top 10 rankings of each position. And uh, for first baseman, Jose Abreu was number four right now in all of baseball. Why you did they love that. You're so happy to see that. Yeah, kind of I am, actually, now that if we're going back to my take from October. Why did the Cubs not go after him? You're taking victory laps like no other off of one ranking list. Yeah, I am. You know what fucking rights I am. <laughs> Cubs probably didn't go after him because he's 35. Um, and, but he's the fourth best first baseman in baseball right now. True. I mean, I don't have a great argument against as far as why they didn't sign him when they signed Eric Osmer and Trey Mancini. Oh, you know what's what's funny here is uh, I guess this is a fan vote one. They have Rizzo at five and Abreu at seven for the top first baseman. Wow. It seems uh, like uh, they have Rizzo over Matt Olson, Abreu. Okay. 
and Reese seems Hoskins. like a list from like 2017. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would not. I love Rizzo. I do dirty things with him, but, but he's not better than Matt Olson right now. No, I. I mean, look at the contract Olson just signed compared to the contract Rizzo just signed. I mean, right. Money doesn't lie. There actually was another one. I'm trying to monologue while I scroll down and find the left fielders list, but I'm pretty sure they had a left fielder list. Yeah, here it is. Ian Happ is on it. Guess where Ian Happ is on the top 10 left fielders list? Outside of it. No, he's on the list. <laughs> uh, seven. He's number nine. You think he should be higher? Yeah, he, he was an all-star and a gold glover last year. Yeah, you're probably right. You should probably be I'm not saying he should be number one, but... Well, who's ahead of him? So, Jordan Alvarez is one. Juan Soto is two. I thought Juan Soto was a, a right fielder. Well, I was just about to say, like, I feel like you could mix and match guys who play left and right field for this well, list. Well, allegedly, Juan Soto has played 300 games in left and 301 games in right. I don't know. I haven't seen him. I must have been watching the 301 games in right because I've never seen him in left <laughs> before. Uh, Taylor Ward, or pardon me, Schwarbo is three. Which, to be honest, I still think that's kind of high. But, I mean, I guess when you look at the rest of the list, it actually makes sense because there's not much talent on here. Taylor Ward from the Angels is four. Randy Rosarena, Stephen Kwan, Tyler O'Neill, Michael Brantley, then Ian Happ. Yeah. Happ needs to slide up, I'd say, like, three or four spots. He probably rounds out the top ten. Yeah, right? Like, Gold Glover, All-Star? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Randy Rosarena is just getting – this is, again, this is completely – Bias because I haven't watched a single Randy or Rosarena play probably since the 2020 playoffs, but he probably stinks. I don't know. I think Ian Happ's better. If you're naming top 10 outfielders in general, I don't think Ian Happ cracks that list. Well, no, dude, he barely cracks the top 10 left fielders. I don't know whose list this is, but you're you're acting. This MLB Network. You're acting like this is the Bible. I mean, I don't know, dude. They got a lot of followers. You make a list. All right. Ian Happ won. Boom. End of list. <laughs> it's easy. What, what What do you know about uh, Curtis Gabriel, number 79 for the Blackhawks? Oh, dude, his girlfriend is a, is a hockey – or she's a model. She's a hockey goalie, but I know you've seen her. God, what is her name? I don't want to look this up on my work computer. But I asked what you know about him, and you immediately turned to his girlfriend. <laughs> How about the rocket wife? No, the girlfriend. Her name is uh, – God, what is your name? I'm just going to send you an image, and you guys can figure this out. <laughs> She's everywhere. It's uh, Michaela Demeters. <laughs> that here's sounded what, here's, here's what I know about. like I've never spoke English before. <laughs> Demeters. Demeters. That actually sounded like you glitched out for a second. No, I did it. Here's what I could tell you about Curtis Gabriel. He was born on 420. Yeah, dude. Good day. He's high as fuck, and his girlfriend's hot as fuck. Ty's favorite holiday. Ty and Ty's favorite holiday. Do not get it twisted. My favorite holiday is the all-you-can-eat pasta bowl month at Olive Garden. Jesus Christ. Wait a minute. I thought people go there for soup and breadsticks. Yeah, all-you-can-eat pasta. What do you mean? Wait, Max, you said you like that guy because he was born on 420? I don't like him. I just, that's a fun fact. No, I'm pretty sure you said I like this guy because he's born on 420. Because I was going to say, you know who else was born on 420? Who? Hitler. Hitler. Jesus. <laughs> that took a turn. Yeah, it, did. it definitely did. So, this is an anti Hitler podcast. First, 
first podcast to, to come out against Hitler. <laughs> take a yeah, first anti. That's what we should actually do for our starting five is holidays. Have we done that? Yeah, probably like four times. Okay. You think there's 15 holidays? New Year. 15 actual holidays? New Year, let's recycle it. Yeah. I don't think we've actually done that, have we? Yeah, we definitely have. But I don't know if there's 15 different holidays to use. Well, if you can't come up with any, that makes me think we haven't done it. Okay, I'm okay today. I had all this day. It's at least the top three pick. No way. Yeah, well, I'm off. I'm not going to take President's Day. I don't get off. So I'm okay. There's a I mean, I get off. I don't get off. What'd you say? A random a Monday in January is a top three holiday. Uh, I, in my, on my big board, it is. Like, I'm saying it, it'll be a pick in at least the first three rounds. I'm not saying overall. Okay. No, 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 no. Overall, no, no. I'm sorry. I mean, I get it. Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. Thank you. you. Know, Fourth of July. Fourth of July. No, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, I'd even rank Cinco de Mayo before. Yeah, see that, dude. There are taught We could. All right, let's. Do you want to just do it right now? <laughs> Not really. Well, now I'm buzzing about holidays. We've we've had seventy eight episodes of relative structure. Why why screw it up now? We have no. We literally have no structure. <laughs> we literally just brought up Hitler. All right, should we do it now? We're no like a crumbling no, building, no. dude. Just no structure. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're not doing it. We gotta have some. We gotta have some uh, order around here. You're bouncing off the walls over there. Yeah, I'm going to be soon. All right. Do we have any other seventy nines that we want to no. talk about? No Chicago Cup is ever won seventy nine. Mm, I feel like that's kind of surprising. Maybe a bench coach. Let's see, Chicago Cubs, number seventy nine. If you know who should have worn number seventy nine, Jose Abreu. Uh, yeah, no. In my quick two-second Google search here, nothing. So, all right, let's get uh, let's do some on this days. How about yep. that? Sure, sure. How about how about that? All right, June twenty or June January twenty first two thousand and seven, the Chicago Bears faced the New Orleans Saints at Soldier Field. Bears beat the Saints thirty nine fourteen to advance to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm looking at the the game long here. The box score. Guess how many completions Rex Grossman had? Five. No, I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's give him some credit here. They put up 39 points. Uh, 15. He had 11. Wow. Ty, why did you just gasp like that? You have a heartburn, or was that to Rex Grossman? Oh, that wasn't a gasp. That was me clearing my throat, but shout out the defense, 50 I milligrams guess. kicked in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I forgot how to breathe for a second. Well, didn't the Saints have like four turnovers in that game or more? Yeah, the Bears had none. Wow, look at you, Jesus Christ! Drew Brees had more completions than Rex Grossman had attempts. Yeah, Rex Rex went eleven for twenty six, and Drew Brees went twenty seven for forty nine. I specifically remember like heading into that game, just being afraid or worried because they had to go against Drew Brees, and they just kind of – their defense just wiped them up and down the field. Yeah, this was actually a close game at half, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was 16, right. 16 to 16-7 at half, then it was 16-14. Yeah, Drew – or Reggie Bush had that long-ass touchdown, that 88 yards. Yep. Damn, that's a name from the past. Reggie Bush. had that home field grass advantage. Yeah, it was just a slip and slide. People forget they're not going to have that when they move Darlington Heights. 
True or false, the Bears had a safety in this game. True. They did. I don't I know. I think it was how. on, like, intentional grounding or something. Yes. God, you're smart. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about that. You should run this account. Honestly, I, I Drew Brees is one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. So this was a monumental game in, in my lifetime. I mean, there's some – oh, I thought that said Dan Campbell. Like, Marquise Colston, Deuce McDonald. McAllister, Reggie Bush. I forgot yep. that they had all those guys. Scott Fajita. Mm-hmm. That was the crazy. I think the the part or the I shouldn't say the part. The play that sticks out most to me from that game was the Bernard Berrien touchdown. Yeah, the long catch from from Rex, which I think I mentioned this before, but Rex Grossman has he's played in four. Um, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm watching. There no we go. Spoilers, I'm looking at this. Wait till we get into the '80s. Bernard Barron. I just got confused because I'm watching my FAU, FAU game and they gave the score to the wrong team, and now I was really confused because I don't know which team's wearing what. <laughs> Some things are bigger than sports. You probably though. stop gambling on games you have to stream on your phone. ESPN Plus. Um, New Year, same. Yeah. Time. I mean, just looking at this Bears receiving core: Rasheed Davis, Bernard Barron. The Moose, Moose, and Muhammad, and Desmond Clark. Not going to lie. Not bad. I would take that receiving core right now. <laughs> I would take I mean, Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be thrilled about it, but, yes, I would take it. It's serviceable. It's better than what we have. All right. How about this? If, we, if you put Justin Fields on that Bears team, if you put rookie – yeah, you put Justin Fields on that Bears team, do they win the Super Bowl? Yes. Ooh. Ty, what do you think? Say it again, dude. I was trying to figure in out the, the Getsy system. Over here. Are you saying? In the no, Luke and uh, who was the OC? Was it Ron Turner? Oh, God. What was that the question? Point, then, at that point, then probably not. I don't know, dude. Let's see. In, can you look up? Make sure it was Ron Turner. Ron Turner is, is with Ron Turner as OC. Yeah, look up 2006 Bears offensive coordinator. It's Ron Turner. I mean, I, I honestly think they do. I don't know. I mean, think about how the Bears offense was before they basically adopted a, you know, a run-heavy playbook with Justin Fields at the center of it. Like, they were not moving the ball. You remember that Redskins game or the Commanders game? No, dude, I completely burned there from my memory. <laughs> Well, watch the tape, and then you'll realize that the Bears probably wouldn't have won that Super Bowl regardless. Yeah, but – yeah, shit, I don't know. That's actually a, g- a great question. We'll see. What do you think – at the end of the episode, what do you think the voting is going to be at? I think it'll be – Over 69.5%, over or under? Under. Just under. I think it'll be like 65-35. All right, well, this is good. We're a minute in, and uh, we have no votes still, so. <laughs> we have a retweet, though, so I guess we'll see how this goes. We'll move on. Anything else from the the Bears, Bears Saints here? No, I don't think so. I think Bernard Berrien, honestly, if he didn't go to the Vikings, I to be honest, I think he would have been a Bears legend, like a Bears night. You know, going into not into the Ring of Honor, but like one of those Johnny Knox type lore. Maybe Johnny Knox isn't a great comparison because he got hurt, but a uh, 
you know, just like a Bears legend, I guess. Yeah. Don't you think? I don't think he would have quite been on the level of like Alshon or Brandon Marshall, but people still remember him. And he's like a revered guy in Bears history. That's the word. He would have been a revered guy in Bears history. I think he still even is. I don't know. I think he... Like people hear the name Bernard Berrien, and they're like, oh, yeah, he was, he was sick. He was fast. See, I, I hear Bernard Berrien, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that fucker went to the, the Vikings immediately after. Like, I think he was trash-talking the Bears on his way out. Was he? I, I'm honestly making that up, probably, but <laughs> we, could, we could have Ty try to find that and get, get that to us at least by the earliest next episode. There's no way he Don't finds hold your that breath, today, right? There's no way he finds that today. All right, let's go on to the next uh, on this day here. So this is January 22nd, 2010. Derek Rose puts his ball sack on Goran Dragic's face and dunks. Uh, I actually remember watching this game live. I think 2010, what were we, sophomores in high school? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy that we're here in, was it 2000 or 2023, and both Dragic and... Uh, D Rose are still in the league, right? That's actually crazy. Uh, I just, to be honest, I have nothing else more than I just miss old Derek. <laughs> that dunk was was legendary. I mean, that has to be like his probably his most famous dunk, right? Like, right. If you had a if you had a a book of Derek Rose dunks, just page by page, that's one of them. No, we should close, do first. Close to the front of the book. A starting five is just posters. <laughs> There's got to be a ton of good ones. That on the fly. No, 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 no. That's one we we actually have to. Yeah. So for those who don't know, we we make the starting five thirty seconds before we start recording, and then we have no idea. I mean, I guess you could probably tell because Max never knows what he's gonna say. <laughs> That's not true. I always have the best ones. It's pretty fucking obvious. What I don't know is who I'm. Is my gambling pick. The fact that I'm not positive is impressive. Well, let's, I don't want to talk about those gambling picks. So, Max, you actually went 3-0 in the playoffs there. Boom, boom, boom. You had Niners minus 10, Jags plus 1.5, and, and the Giants over. Ty, you had... Should have parlayed it. You went 2-1. and one. See, what sucks is on here I had the Ravens plus six and a half, but I bet the Ravens plus seven and a half and eight. So it's like I won, but I took them too early here. I blew my load. Yeah. Well, that's part of it. You lose. Yeah, you can't come too fir- too fast. <laughs> too first. Um, but I also went two and one. So I went um, – I'm definitely just skipping everything that we're going to be talking about, but do you guys have your gambling <laughs> picks ready? What is going on with you? <laughs> Kyle's know, buzzing, dude. dude. I'm not even high. This is the worst part about it. I'm literally not even high. Uh, sure, we could do that. Just insert gambling picks here. Your world. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the updated. Wow, Jesus! I'm literally just mush brain right now. So the updated standings are: uh, I'm still in first. I'm 32, 19, and one. Max, you are in second, 28, 23, and one. And Ty, you are in the last at 25 and 27. That three and zero week was big for the boy. That was that was actually very nice. So we'll do the same thing. Favorite dog and then just a total. So Ty, without further ado. Without more poo. Uh my favorite is Chiefs minus eight and a half versus Jags. 
if Trevor Lawrence throws four picks against the Chiefs, he's going to get steamrolled. Well, he's not going to do that. What well. if he throws four interceptions in the first half? Yeah. You ever thought about that? Sounds like a steamroll incoming. Cleveland steamroller. Cleveland steamroll. Okay. Max? Take the Niners, minus four. Oh, you cheeky bastard. I kind of don't want to do the Niners minus four if you're going to, but I don't. I think they're, they're the I, only favorite I, I would bet on this week. Yeah, honestly, Sam, I'm taking them. I'm taking the Niners minus four. I don't feel comfortable taking any of the other ones. Me neither. I guess the only other one I, I theoretically would take is the Bills because they're at five and a half and they're they're you know you don't have to pass or yeah you don't have to pass through those key numbers of six and seven. It's a fishy uh, line. I mean the Bengals were up seven three. <laughs> I say it's fishy because it's like everyone th- this this feels like it should be like a three point spread. So if it smells like fish, bet on it. Yeah, no, I will. I don't I mean I, I, I feel like I've bet eighty percent of the NFL games. And so I'm I'm doing great. Mentally Ty, not so much. Ty, you're no never. Your dog. Uh I'm gonna fade you guys. I'm going Cowboys plus four against the Niners. Recency bias has you, huh? Yep. I mean I, I say that as I just recency bias had me when I blew my load again on the box. What yeah. I like about that for you though is this is how you crawl back in it. Yeah, and also Brock Purdy, kid's good, but pressure's on, bud. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Max B. I like every other dog. Um, man. I guess I'll go Giants plus seven and a half. Fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm going to. I'm going to take someone else because I also had Giants plus seven and a half. I'm going to take Jags plus eight and a half. Yeah. But but let the record show I'm also betting Giants plus seven and a half. And let the record show I'm also betting Jags plus eight and a half. Verbal meme. Black guy and the white guy hand shaking. Yep. Just as underdogs. Betting That's underdogs us. this weekend. Yep. But I guess we're both white. Uh, <laughs> Ty. Your total. I'm going Giants Eagles under forty eight and a half. Yeah, I actually kind of like that one too. Yeah, I'd have to agree. But I'm not gonna take it because Ty has a fade tie season. Max. Max B. I like to over in Bengals Bills and the Jacks Chiefs game. Um I think I like all these overs. I'm going to take the over in the, even though it's the highest one on the board, Jags Chiefs over 52.5. Jag. Oh, I have it at 53. I'll give you 52.5 because I want that one at two. 52.5. I feel like the the play for the Cowboys, since Purdy has uh, become the starter, has been take the under. Here are his last four games as starting quarterback. They put up 37, 37, 38, and 41. Wow. Who's that against? The Commanders, the Raiders, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks last week. 
the horrible defenses, but still. Yeah, just straight hot poo. Um, but I think it's more of a reflection on Kyle Shanahan being a, a wizard. Yeah, he's a guru. Than it is of Brock Purdy being the he's, guy. He is a quarterback whisperer. So I think that one might be like a nuclear will missile play. Just every penny I have. Lending, lendingtree.com. Because mm-hmm. um, I, th- I also think that people are just going to be hammering the, the Cowboys like Ty did and have that recency bias because how they just absolutely dominated the the Bucks. Yeah, I hate the Cowboys at that spread. Hate them. At four? Hate, 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 hate lows entirely. Yeah, I think the Niners honestly could win by... 10 plus. Okay, so think. I know this is two different teams, and Jimmy G was a starting quarterback last year, but these two teams, if you remember, met in the playoffs uh, in the wild card round. Remember, it was that crazy game with where Dak like, ran with 14 seconds left and didn't get a spike down? Yep. Or get, wasn't able to get a spike off, I guess? Yes. Um, and that was with Jimmy G. They won by six on the road. I think you could argue that Brock Purdy is better than Jimmy G. This Niners team is better. They're eight and one at home this year. Yeah, they're eleven and zero when in games Christian McCaffrey has started. So, those are numbers. Do do with them what you will. But yeah, I'm going Niners over forty six and a half, and that's uh that's by far the most confident play I have. Is there like, is there a more perfectly built or structured offense in the league right now than what the Niners have going? No, I I no well no I mean, there definitely isn't. But I would say what. Uh, Brian Dayball, Dayball is doing with Daniel Jones and the Giants. Yep, is quite impressive. It's incredibly Damn near as impressive. Yes, I would agree. He he deserves Coach of the Year. Who would you rather have, Daniel Jones or Brock Purdy? At this point, probably Jones. With Ron Turner as the OC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that point I folded in. I'm playing for first pick. Yeah, that's probably what I would do as well. Um, all right, there we go. That's our gambling picks. What What else have we missed before we go into starting five? What is our starting five? I don't even know. We, we have not yet determined one. Well, let's <laughs> let's determine it on the fly here. As, as I said, we determined it 30 seconds before every episode. We haven't determined one today. Should we do holidays? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing holidays. Holidays. <laughs> yeah, we're doing holidays. All right. On the fly. Um, all right, real quick. Let's or we could, do, uh, we could do farm animals. <laughs> no, let's do holidays because I'm already buzzing on those. This is getting so weird. Right. We could, we could, we're just going to – yeah, it's going to get real weird, but it'll be fine. Um, Trey Mancini, Max called it. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? I don't hate it. Get another uh, veteran bat in the clubhouse. Get another guy who's been around uh, – a World Series winner, um, yeah, I like it. I mean, how much? How much did he cost? What What was the deal there? Two years, fourteen mil. Yeah, I mean, not my money. No, it's not. And we talked about them why they didn't go after Brayu. I mean, they're paying a lot less for um, Mancini and Hosmer than they would have been for Abreu. I mean, they're paying under fifteen million for those two combined yeah. in total yeah. salary. So yeah, I guess, but. Uh, 
I don't know. I will say, uh, I think I I saw a tweet that showed Mancini, I think last year, would have had 34 home runs at Wrigley Field. 32. Our our, our good friend Tony and Jackie tweeted that out. Yep. I don't know. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. It was his tweet for sure. Yeah, no, I know. I was just making sure you know. Um, let's see. Oh, that's I, promising. I think. Where do you see him fitting in? You think he's going to play more first base? DH? What I was going to say, yeah. What I was going to say is, I think he actually would be in the opening day lineup. I think he might be. He might be DHing though. He might be a DH. Yeah. So like, to be honest, I think my ideal lineup. This would call you're going to call me crazy, but I think Nico and this is now that I said I don't want to move Nico off second, but I think if you could find some way, like if uh, Mancini could somehow play third, and he doesn't play third, he's I don't he's probably never played third before, but just for the fuck of it, let's just say he's a third baseman here. If you could put him at third, you could have Madrigal DH, Horner at second. Why not just put Madrigal at third? Because I saw that he was taking, he's been taking reps at third in the offseason. Well, so that's what I'm saying. I guess if you put Madrigal at third, Swanson, Horner, Hosmer, and then your DH is Mancini, you have Hap, Bellinger, Saya in the outfield, Gomes or Barnhart. That's a wash behind the plate. Mancini's DHing. That's a damn good line. It's like a solid lineup. I'm not saying right. it's a damn good lineup, but that's a, you're going to win some games there. Um, <laughs> The thing that I'm confused about is like, all right, they just picked up Hosmer and um, Mancini, who mm-hmm. both basically play the same position, first base DH. One's left-handed hitter, one's right-handed. Like, are they what? Like, is the plan to just play the matchups? Like, depending on who who's on the bump against you that day. Like, what's the plan for Matt Mervis? Like, what? I, it just seems like everything's kind of up in the air. Yeah. I know Mancini's also played outfield. He's played. I'm looking at his game log here. He's played so 256 games at first, um, and then 209 in left and 98 in right. So it's not that he's just a. I mean, he's, he's got some versatility there. Right. He's not strictly. Uh, like it seems like they're. It's kind of like they're just throwing shit at the wall, and we'll see what sticks. Yeah, but I feel like that's almost a better problem to have, where you just have one specific guy, and it's like if he gets hurt, then you're fucked. I agree. Where the Cubs, have, they, have, they definitely have some depth where, say, God forbid, you know, uh, Nico goes down, they have Magical. But then if Swanson goes down, they have Nico. Right. Even um, injuries aside, like. Morrell can play all over the field. It's the seventh inning in the game, and Osmer's been playing first. You have a tough lefty coming in from the bullpen. Have Mancini pinch hit. Like that, that sort of thing. Yeah, another thing that I saw Tony tweet was that Mancini's had 21 homers in every year of his career besides this past season where he hit 18. And I think I'm looking at his numbers in Houston. He really struggled in 51 games. He had a buck 76 average. I'm going to say, and I have no idea the reason behind this. I'm going to say just because he had like, well, probably wasn't getting routine at bats. Like he was in uh, Baltimore. Yeah, that's fair. His Baltimore numbers probably weren't paying the trash cans either. Yeah. His Baltimore numbers aren't bad. 92 games, 10 homers, uh, 268. Uh, or uh, two sixty eight batting average. He had an OPS plus of one thirteen, which is like thirteen percent above league average. But he had an OPS plus of seventy five with the Astros, which is twenty five percent below league average. Yeah, at cost him and Hosmer. I really don't mind the pickups at all. I actually kind of like them uh, because, like we said, 
they have a good blend now of a young core with some veteran presence in the locker room. Yeah, and then the thing, too, is, say, Hosmer struggles. But Hosmer, I mean, I don't know if we even – did we talk about him last week? I don't even remember. I think we did. We sure did. So just say Hosmer struggles for, you know, the first two-plus months. The Cubs are in contention. You know, they're thick in the thick of the playoff hunt. You know, they're not, like, a 500 team, like, five games out. Uh, and Mervis is raking at AAA. If you cut, if you cut Hosmer, he's league minimum, so it's not costing right. literally anything. Yeah, uh, our, uh, Mervis slides right up. Good night, Jim Kite, and yeah. Cubs are back. Right. Like hundred percent. Yeah. Do you think they're going to run into issues with guys with options and roster constraints? That, yeah, because they're going to have to DFA somebody once they make Mancini official, and they're at forty right now. Like they some. No, it's actually a sneaky good move for them that happened today was Mark Leiter cleared waivers. Yep, saw that. And, and he got outrighted the AAA because he, out of the bullpen last year, he was actually very good. Mm-hmm. I was looking at his numbers yesterday. He's, I think he had like around a 296 in relief. Another tweet uh, that I saw today from friend of the program, Andy Martinez. Yeah, I know. Andy sent me a picture. He was interviewing Carlos Marmol last week. Yep. His, Andy's head's so big. <laughs> Awesome. I'm gonna talk shit where he's not here to defend himself, but yeah, it's pretty funny. No, but good for him. My head would be big too if I was interviewing Carlos Marble. Oh <laughs> no, that'd be what size hat do you wear? Me? Yeah. It's the largest. You wear it like a, I think like I'm like seven, seven and seven and three eighths. Is that that's less than seven and three fourths, right? <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Nailed uh it. yeah, Andy. Andy's a seven and three fourths. Holy shit! Yeah, he's got a dome piece on him. That's a Van Dyke type head right there. Yeah, no, I know. I gotta, we gotta find out who's got like just all time big heads. Um, who am I looking at? So Hosmer's projections for this year are uh, two sixty one average, three twenty five OBP. Doesn't give you an OPS plus. Where Mancini's are two forty five, three nineteen, four hundred two. I mean. I don't know how much weight you could put in projections, but I still, I don't know. I guess I honestly would rather have Mancini, but they're, they're going to be an interesting team. They'll be fun. I think they're going to be a fun team. My Orioles bias is showing. To be honest, this Mancini pickup, uh, I think is great for the exact reason. Like, that, like if Hosmer is struggling, he's not really producing or is just kind of blocking a roster spot, then you cut him and you still have like Trey Mancini. I think Mancini is a guy who really can hit. Like, tell me he if he plays like 130 games, 140 games, and he gives you 20, 25 home runs, you take that every day of the week, right? For sure. Even if he's hitting like 250. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, We're on the, same page. the guy beat cancer. He can do anything. Yeah, and he's he played on the Orioles for like seven seasons. He's right. like Hall of Famer for just yep. doing that. You know what I saw recently, um, counter related but not related, was in a Jamison Tyone interview and he was talking about pitching at Yankee Stadium and how he was like basically saying it's fine if, if he gets booed after a shitty outing. Like I just respected that so much. He what did he say? He said it's fine to get booed after basically a he was outing. saying like yeah the fans are tough or whatever. Um like if you don't pitch well you're gonna get booed but he's like that doesn't bother me. He's like that's how it should be. He's like I've I've been I'm a baseball fan. Like I've been at games if someone doesn't do their job I might have let out a boo or two. 
I think he, he's going to be somebody who's revered by Cubs fans. I think yep. in 10 years or so, he's going to be a, a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was another word I was looking for, fan favorite. God, I just can't speak it all today. Well, that's you know, two words. So. Well, you nailed that one. Yeah, I did. Maybe but don't be so hard on yourself. There we go. All right. Um, anything else on the Cubs, or do you want to go into our starting five? Give me a, a win prediction for the Cubs right now with this roster. I need to go 86 and 76. Okay. And yeah, I was going to say they play in the wild card game. Yeah. Or one of the wild card games, I guess. I was going to say 84 and 78. I think they honestly could win the NL Central. <laughs> Here we go. We're back. <laughs> back. So Call back. me crazy. <laughs> I think they could win the NL Central. We'll see. We'll see where we'll see where they're at at the deadline. I just went full spins on there. <laughs> I went from I don't know maybe a wild card team to they're winning the central. Maybe the, maybe the they look gets to the NLCS. I mean, if they come out hot and you know, Bellinger is returning to form a little bit. They got these guys that have like we said have have experience. They know. So this is the one thing I wanted to say actually about uh, four of their signings from this year. So Bellinger, right? Clutch moments in the playoffs. He had the NLCS Game 7 home run to send the Dodgers to the World Series. Um, right? So, big postseason uh, performer. Dansby, in 2021, he had two clutch home runs during the World Series. Obviously, Braves won. Then, Hosmer, if you remember correctly, in 2015, he had a great – he uh, Game 1, walk-off sack fly, but then Game 5, he had a great base running play to tie the game in the ninth. Uh, which was a game the Royals ended up winning and they won the World Series that night. And then who am I missing? Oh, Mancini last year. Great defensive play. Big moment. Great defensive play on Schwarber to keep the game tied in the eighth inning in game five as well. So, yeah. Like, play, they've, all these guys have, you know, on different levels, granted, but are on di- I guess on a different type of scale, but they've all performed in the playoffs. Right. These are all guys who are, you know, if you're in the playoff hunt in late July or mid-August, their their nuts are dragging on the on the dirt. They're not curling back up. And so are mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's jump in the starting five. Fuck, dude. This this basketball game, it was a six-point game. Now it's a twenty-two-point game. I'm fucked. You know, it's fun. I wanted to talk Illinois hoops. Just when I started to get excited about them again, they are um pretty sure they're getting Whooped by Indiana right now. Are they? Uh, they're down fourteen. That's not good. Season has been an absolute roller coaster for them. Yeah, that's and they're at home. Oof, oof. Still time. Are they gonna make the tourney? The whole second half play. Uh, you know, after they beat Texas in Madison Square Garden, I was like, all right, Final Four bus. Like they're gonna be a top three seed in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Then after that, they had. Three pretty bad losses, like Penn State at home. They got blown out by Missouri, and they lost to freaking Northwestern. Yeah, that's not good. Three or four games, and I was like, all right, the season's over. They'll be lucky to make the tournament. <laughs> then after that, even despite one of their uh, highly touted freshman uh, recruits this year basically stepping away from the program, they go on to win like three games in a row. Skylar Clark? Guy Clark, yeah. Shout out, man. Yep. And they look good doing it. Like they, like I don't know what happened, but they they bounced back and won four games in a row against Wisconsin, Nebraska, Michigan State, and Minnesota. 
And I literally sent a text today. I was like, I'm fine. I'm starting to get bought back in. Back in. More excited about Illinois. And boom, they're down 14 to Indiana, basically at halftime. But nope, not anymore. I think it's me. It's my fault. Did you bet on them? You bet no. on them, didn't you? No, I didn't. Yeah, you sick fuck. You bet on them. <laughs> I did. You sick dirty, fuck. Dirty. They hit a three, though. And there we go. And by the time you, you listen to this, you'll know they hit that three. <laughs> uh, okay, starting five. Max, since this was yours, I'll let you go first. Ah, we're down 25 now. And we're doing what? Holidays? Holidays. We'll go tie Max me. Me? Wait. You want me, you want me to start or Max to start? Max tie me. Yeah. Okay. Now we're cooking. All right. I can't pass up Christmas. Christmas number one pick. Yeah, that's that's one one ten days a week. Uh, Thanksgiving is my one one. Um, I was gonna get some good ones here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Fourth of July. You're a bastard, dude. (laughs) You took Thanksgiving, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, religion aside, Fourth of July is arguably the best holiday. It's a great day. Yeah, Max really is a Hitler supporter. He didn't say Hanukkah. Well, sad. Sad. Don't worry. There's, there's, there's four there's picks time, left. There's me. time left. No, no, don't. Don't start with the brothers now. Um, Hanukkah is also a cheat code. It's like 12 days or whatever. Yeah, it is. I'm going to say, I think New Year's, to be honest, very overrated. But you get a day off work. So I'm going to say New Year's, New Year's Day. Specifically. You get the bowl, bowl games. I'm saying New Year's Day specifically, not New Year's Eve. New Year's Day. That's E-A-Y. fair. That is fair. It's a bad pick in my opinion. Oh, Teach your own. All right, well, you're, you're racist out here, so I don't want to hear from you. What? <laughs> I'm going to go Halloween. Classic. That is a classic. Uh, Man. All right. I'm going to go two holidays in May. I'm going to go uh, Memorial Day. And then I'm going to go Cinco de Mayo since it's the day after my birthday. That is a good one, too. I like Cinco de Mayo. Love Mexican food. It's easily my favorite kind of food. Ever? My spirit animal of food. Ever? Ever? Uh, I'm going to go Labor Day. Shout out to all the working people. Oh, you bastard. Great pick. I was going to try to sneak Labor Day in there. Um, let's see. The Super Bowl, obviously, like we're not counting that as a holiday. Well, that's probably the day people recognize the most. I'll let you, I'll let you use it. No. No, no, no. All right. I'm not, I'm not a cheater. Um, does Christmas Eve count? Sure. Yes. Christmas Eve. I like Christmas Eve because... Little family tradition we have on Christmas Eve is every year we get uh, Chinese food. I don't know why, but it's phenomenal. I just house like crab ragoon and just great. Um, Fucking love crab ragoon. Uh, another one. I'm gonna say opening day in baseball. So you're, so Super Bowl doesn't count, but opening day for baseball does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You make the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just put Great you pick. In, <laughs> the, in the spin cycle. I can tell you it's not. 
Uh, <laughs> I can't believe this one hasn't gotten picked yet. St. Paddy's Day. Damn, that was mine. Damn, but, I, I didn't even. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even think of that. We might be here a while now. <laughs> Max needs to reevaluate <laughs> his life, his life as a whole. Just to his prove to Kyle that I'm not racist, I might have to pick Juneteenth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about, how about Kyle's birthday and Anthony Rizzo's birthday? Thanks. I never thought you were going to say that. <laughs> that was my next pick. I'll say that. And then, uh, so yeah, when you, put, when you put the chart together on Twitter, which apparently you never do that. <laughs> never. You yelled, at me, you yelled at me last week. I yelled at him. You know, you fucking do it all the time. <laughs> I don't. Who does that? Nobody. It was Ty. It, it was me was for Ty. like. Am I going crazy? Maybe thirty episodes. No, you're not. You're not. I think Ty is just underselling how often he did it. <laughs> he did it very often and misspelled a lot of stuff <laughs> all the time. I'd be like, dude, you, you, this is misspelled. This yeah. is misspelled. misspelled <laughs> Especially this. names. Uh yeah. oh, dude. April Fool's Day, dude. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> and I won't take four twenty. I think that, song I think that might be what celebrate. Hey, New Year's Eve April is on the board, my... by the way. Yeah, no, I think New Year's Eve sucks. Uh, I think April Fool's might be one of the worst holidays. You can't yeah. trust anyone that day. It's a pretty stupid one. Well, you should never trust these hoes, so. Uh... These hoes are What was your second pick? How about... How... <laughs> How about leans over and searches on Google? Best holidays. <laughs> Hold on one sec. All okay. right, Kyle, what, what's your pick? Well, you're before me, so. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go November second. What is that? <laughs> did you have to look up what date the, it was the Cubs won the World Series? No. Yeah, you did. Oh, I didn't. Second. He did. Oh he did God. that cheeky bastard. That cheeky bastard. They're not uh, that drunk. I couldn't remember if it was the fourth or the second. The fourth? Come on. All right. Ty, your last one. Um she I wasn't prepared for this moment. Um I'm gonna go election day, dude. Get out and vote, you know? <laughs> I don't vote. <laughs> <laughs> and the 50 milligram gummy has taken full effect. <laughs> March Madness. Uh, go to honorable mention. I mean, it's not. Well, Kyle hasn't yeah. finished, so don't give him ideas. Well, no, because then I feel like I'm really being a hypocrite if I take March Madness and opening day, but don't take Super Bowl Sunday. Here, actually, take away my... Uh... What was the last one I said? Oh, take away Kyle's birthday and give me first day, first day of March Madness. No, give him the first two days of March Madness because that just is all one. And maybe that's the first day yeah. around the sixty-four. Yep. But March Madness around the sixty-four. People are hardly working those days, anyways. Uh, I'm hardly yeah. working most days, so what of it? Nailed it. That you do your hair every time you go in. Yeah. 
He's got to look good, dude. I'm a gentleman. Slick right now. Uh, <laughs> slick and sticky. My last pick, I'm going to go Father's Day. Ooh. Nice. How did I forget about that? Uh, shout out all the dads. I feel like Father's Day, you grill more. You're outside having a couple beers, maybe a cigar. Yeah. Uh, Mother's Day is more of a brunch, and I'm not a big brunch guy. What? On said Easter. Yeah, Easter stinks. No, there's another example of how Max is, you know, the Antichrist. It's the opposite. But oh, sure. now he's mad. Now he's mad. Um, <laughs> honestly, he, New Year's Eve got snubbed because New Year's Eve is better than New Year's Day. You think New Year's Eve is better? If you, when you're younger, yeah, like when you're in your mid twenties, yeah. But now it now Kyle just gets panic attacks at the thought of having to be out at a bar past eleven. <laughs> I'm I'm more thinking about the panic attack I have the morning after. Exactly. So how do you like New Year's Day? Because I, I don't go out on New Year's Eve, so then that means I'm not hungover on New Year's Day, and I'm just enjoying all the football in the world. I don't believe you that you don't drink on New Year's Eve. No, I do. I'm saying I'm in again in a perfect world. Oh, okay. So we're <laughs> no, not I, talking about real life. Look at us. None we're of this is real. A podcast. <laughs> What of what of what we said is real life? None of it. That the Cubs are going to win at least eighty four games this year. Eighty six. Best one yet. 